Let's do this. Kaylee Chella reporting with today's top stories. As a SWAT team closed in, the suspected bomber whose deadly explosives terrorized Austin for three weeks used one of his devices to blow himself up. But police warned that he could have planted more bombs before his death, and they cautioned the city to stay on guard. Mark Anthony Condit, an unemployed 23-year-old college dropout, had been tracked down using store surveillance video, cell phone signals, and witness accounts of a strange-looking customer making purchases while wearing a disguise that included a blonde wig and gloves. Police finally found him at a hotel in a suburb just north of Austin, known as the scene for filming portions of Friday Night Lights. Their officers prepared to move in for an arrest early Wednesday. When the suspect's sport utility vehicle began to drive away, authorities followed. The suspect ran into a ditch on the side of the road and SWAT officers approached. That's when he detonated a bomb inside the vehicle, according to Austin Police Chief Brian Manley. His motive remains a mystery, and authorities did not immediately say whether he acted alone in the five bombings in the Texas Capitol and suburban San Antonio that killed two people and wounded four others. Investigators released few details about Condit except his age and that he was white. Investigators initially believed the bombings may have been hate crimes because the victims of the earliest blasts were black, but they backed off that story after Hispanic and white victims from different parts of the city were also affected. Austin Mayor Steve Adler thanked law enforcement for their work in bringing down the suspect and urged residents to continue to report anything that appeared suspicious or out of place. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg is admitting mistakes and outlining steps to protect user data in light of a privacy scandal involving a Trump-connected data mining firm. Zuckerberg is breaking more than four days of silence as he posts an update about the Cambridge Analytica scandal. Zuckerberg posted on his Facebook page Wednesday that Facebook has a quote-unquote responsibility to protect its users' data, and if, quote, we can't, then we don't deserve to serve you. Zuckerberg and Facebook's number two executive Sheryl Sandberg have been quiet since news broke Friday that Cambridge may have used data improperly obtained from roughly 50 million Facebook users to try to sway elections. Spring kicked off with a wallop of wintry weather along the East Coast as the fourth nor'easter in three weeks rolled in with the potential for a foot or more of snow Wednesday. The first full day of the season included scenes of snow falling on blooming daffodils in suburban Philadelphia, New Yorkers twisting to fix blown-out umbrellas, tractor trailers stuck on snowy highways, and kids making their first snowman of spring. Airlines canceled thousands of flights, and school districts throughout the Northeast called off classes ahead of the storm, which was expected to intensify in the afternoon and make its way to New England, with heavy, wet snow likely to knock out power across a wide area. New York City braced for what could be its biggest March snowstorm ever, with 12 to 18 inches forecast. Governor Phil Murphy declared a state of emergency in New Jersey, where most areas were expected to see at least 8 inches. Forecasters said Boston could get 6 inches and the Philadelphia area could see a foot. On the other side of the country, a storm brought heavy rain to California and tens of thousands of people in Santa Barbara and Ventura counties were ordered to flee their homes because of the danger of mudslides on slopes burned by recent wildfires. Oh, Ben Carson. Benny, Benny, Ben. Housing Secretary Ben Carson, under fire after his office ordered a $31,000 dining set, told the House panel Tuesday that he left furniture purchasing decisions up to his wife. Carson said that he was unaware of the purchase and canceled it as soon as he learned about it in the news report. But emails released by an accountability organization last week suggest that Carson and his wife, Candy Carson, both played a role in suggesting the furniture. 
On Wednesday, Carson told a House Appropriations Subcommittee that he and his wife looked at furniture catalogs together, but, quote, the prices were beyond what I wanted to pay, he said, adding, quote, I made it clear that that didn't seem right to me. Carson said he then put his wife in charge of furniture selection, saying, quote, I left it with my wife to help choose something, adding that he, quote unquote, dismissed himself from the process because he had more important things to do. Carson said that he was shocked when he found out about the $31,000 price tag. Carson told the committee, quote, I said, what the heck is that all about? I investigated and immediately had it canceled. Not that we don't need the furniture, but I thought that it was excessive. On why his staff didn't notify Congress of the purchase, which exceeded the $5,000 cap, Carson said his staff felt that the dining room table was a, quote, facilities issue, not a decorating issue. The chorus of women from President Trump's past is getting louder. Accusations about Trump's past sexual exploits bubbled up on three fronts Tuesday, with two women pressing court cases and a porn actress publicly needling the president. Trump has so far weathered the rising Me Too movement, but the latest development served as a fresh reminder about the shadow thrown by questions about the thrice-married businessman's past. In short order on Tuesday... A former Playboy model who claims she had an affair with Trump in 2006 filed a lawsuit in California seeking to invalidate a confidentiality agreement so she can discuss her alleged relationship. A New York City judge ruled that a defamation lawsuit by a former contestant on The Apprentice can move forward while Trump is in office. She has accused Trump of unwanted sexual contact. And porn actress Stormy Daniels and her lawyer continued their media campaign against Trump as she seeks to invalidate a non-disclosure agreement she signed days before the 2016 presidential election so she could discuss their relationship. Trump has consistently denied accusations from all three women and previously called his accusers liars and deemed such reports quote-unquote made-up stuff. But it was another distraction for a White House already contending with a rash of high-level departures and a stalled legislative agenda. All right, guys, that's all I got for now. I will check back with you tomorrow. This is Kaylee Chella signing off.